Konnichiwa, Habari, hi, welcome to Prescription, the podcast that gives you a dose of all the health information you need to know. I'm Dr. Carol. And I'm Dr. Adams. So for today, we're covering the management and treatment of breast cancer. Since it's a pink month and we're all wearing our pink ribbons proudly, we'd, uh, yeah, we were looking into jumping into the treatment and management of breast cancer. But something interesting that I, 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 I came across this week as I was reading. Um, do you know Viagra? Yeah, do you know, know Viagra? Viagra. Yes, okay, fantastic. Viagra. Do you know how Viagra was actually discovered? So this is what was happening. Viagra was actually, it's actually a drug called Sildenafil. Yeah, Sildenafil is the name. Yes. Sildenafil, yeah. So this drug was actually used to, to treat um, angina, which is like chest pain that yes. you get before a heart attack, and also hypertension. But as they were managing patients with these cases, they realized the male patients were getting erections. Damn. Yeah, so you, you imagine you're, you're, sit, you're chilling somewhere. Yeah, I can't managing. imagine. Like, I, I can't. Okay, imagine. fine. Imagine a patient comes to you and, and you're, you're, you're dishing out a drug for their angina, their heart attack. Uh-huh. Then out of nowhere, they start having an erection. So do you wonder whether it's you? <laughs> Is it my dress code? <laughs> Is it your dressing? Damn. Or anyway, anyway. So, management and treatment of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. When it comes to breast cancer, um, it's a very complex combination of things that are normally used to manage and treat breast cancer. Maybe. You have everything from, from surgery, chemotherapy, hormonal therapy, radiation. There's a lot that can actually be done when it comes to breast cancer. But the hallmark of all of this is treatment depends on which stage are you. And when I say stage, I am sure all of you have heard of stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four of cancer. Yeah. And different cancers have different stages. But when it comes to breast cancer specifically, uh, you actually start looking at this this cancer and you divide it into early and late breast cancer. Oh, okay. Where early is is cancer that's just confined to your breast and, yeah. and late breast cancer, it's invasive and like it's gone somewhere else. Yeah. But if you want to know about all this stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four, stage one, just simple. Stage one is mm. on the breast. Yeah? And, the, and the, the tumor itself is smaller, is actually small and the skin cover affected is smaller than the tumor. If that makes sense. Stage two, Still on the breast, yeah. but it starts involving, you know, your nodes, your lymph nodes and stuff. And then the skin involved is kind of, you know, bigger. And then when you go to stage three, it's now invasive. Like it's gone, it's, it's caused ulceration, your skin is fixated. Does it affect the milk ducts? Yeah, at stage three, that point, it's yeah. already affecting the milk ducts at okay. that point. And then now stage four is... It's cancer full-blown. That means it's even cancer that's showing up everywhere else. Like you start liver, ha- Exactly. You start bones. having bone issues. You start having lung issues because it's in close proximity. And that it's basically spread, if that makes sense. Yeah. And spreading normally happens either it can spread through the lymphatics, it can spread through the blood. It can just spread because it's closer to that thing that it's spreading to, like that your organ. ribs. It's yeah. just under there and whatever it is. Okay. Yeah, but that's more or less when it comes to staging. Ah. And that now brings up the... Treatment aspect. The, exactly, the ah. treatment aspect. So I don't know whether you want to start with surgery or we start with what's done in surgery or what they do in chemotherapy or... Oh, we can look at it in more of 
the local treatment and the systemic treatments, like depending on where it starts. Yeah. Like if it's a small lump, a surgery is done if it hasn't yet spread because there are usually some tests that are usually done. Yeah, and yeah. then if it has, then the drugs come in and all that. So we can start with you. With the uh, okay, surgery, fantastic. So when it comes treatment. To, to, to surgery, yeah. um, there is, and this is just to say how medicine is simple. The surgery that's normally no. done <laughs> when it comes to breast, yeah, they do what you call mastectomy. So that's like must like breast. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> removing the whole breast in short. Yeah, it's more or less removing the whole breast. It's not okay. It's not always the whole breast because there are different types of mastectomies. You can have a total mastectomy. You can have a radical mastectomy. You radical. can have a conservative mastectomy to conserve, you know, some breast tissue. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the radical one is red. Hey, radical is serious. Radical is where they remove the breast. They remove the underlying muscle and they also remove some nodes from your from your axilla and stuff. So it's it's quite an intense surgery. But that's normally done when things are you know spread thick. out. Yeah, thick. things are thick. <laughs> Let's call it that way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we have seen patients. I'm sure by now you've all seen patients who've undergone mastectomy. And guys, probably you know or you've had or you have seen someone who's undergone a yeah. mastectomy. ETC. But it's not for everyone. It's not done in all stages. It's actually done in the in the early stages of breast cancer when it's still confined to the breast. Okay. And the patient wants that to be done and the tumor is actually not that aggressive. Yeah. They can actually go ahead and, yeah, cut out the breast tissue. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the other option that they normally take is radiotherapy where they just Radios. fire radio waves. Okay, it's not, uh, will I call them radio? It's no. Well, they just look like signals. <laughs> <laughs> they just fire um, X-rays and gamma rays yeah. and, and charged particles at the at the breast tissue. For all those who remember protons in chemistry, they use that too. Yeah, pro pro protons, yeah, chemistry was quite interesting. Yeah, they fire those kind of things into the breast tissue. They kill off the cells that are, that are AWOL. Yeah. This is calling that, yeah. That's it for surgery and 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 radiotherapy, but now when it comes to these other ones, chemotherapy and hormonal therapy. Um, I guess that's where you <laughs> you're more befitting to cover that. Yes, I know you can't see me right now, but I'm rubbing my hands. But anyway, that's not that the is whole. That's just a distinct <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> no, uh, please don't get me wrong. It's more of it's an interesting topic. Like, and that's your field, though. Yes, you know, and yeah. it's my field. <laughs> I enjoy like giving or dishing out information on this. Of course, you can't know all the drugs. I myself don't know all the drugs. In our fields, we have to keep on constantly reading. That's true. That's so true. chemotherapy involves special medicines, not like this maramoja, headaches, <laughs> panadol. No, no, no. They they even have extreme words like like extreme. Pronunciations the, the, of words. The, the, the terms are heavy. The terms are, <laughs> the terms are heavy. Like one, if I would say one right now, I think I'd also have to shrub. I don't know because because it's it has l l l and r's and all that. Point is, you know what it does. Yes. <laughs> so what is chemotherapy? Chemotherapy is the use of special medicines to shrink or kill the cancer cells because. Cancer develops from cells. So these drugs are used to kill these cells. It can be either in form of pills or IV. IV yeah. 
Yeah. So that is basically what what chemotherapy is. And it's usually done, it can be done before surgery or after surgery. Mm-hmm. Before is is when the tumor, the tumor is really large or is really bad that they need to shrink it in order for oh, them yeah, to... yeah, before they do the surgery they Do the surgery. So the surgery becomes a bit easier. Simpler, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it can also be done after surgery in the essence that maybe if not all the tumor was removed during surgery... Yeah, some can, of it was left out. Yeah, some of it is left. So this is like clearing. Like when you're washing and you leave some yeah, soap, yeah. you use more water. Because that's really a fascinating thing is surgery. Sometimes in some case, some cancers, surgery can help spread a cancer. Because yeah. as you're removing the tumor, you might spread out cells. Yeah, true. Just through contact itself, the cancer might actually. So it's normally important to have that. You call it what? Chemo after surgery. Yes. Yeah, Adjuvants. Yeah. Adjuvants. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> we're specifically talking about breast cancer. In our previous um, episode, we talked about it being constantly involved with hormones like the estrogen, the progesterone. So, because breast cancer involves all these, these hormonal therapy, this involves use of using of drugs that selectively inhibit these hormones because you know um, breast cancer tends to thrive like the cancer tends to thrive yeah. with these hormones you should so have seen how she struggled <laughs> to say that <laughs> so this so these drugs yeah. are done to inhibit or reduce the levels of these hormones in the body, in the body yeah. so that's where hormonal therapy comes in yeah um <clears throat> so um the main purpose for hormonal therapy is also done after surgery. Yeah. Or, or also to ensure that cancer does not return back. Because you know, sometimes you might, after fi- after um, being cured from cancer, you end up saying, oh, I'm in remission, oh, I'm yeah, cured. Yeah. But then five, six years down the line, it you returns. It back. Yeah, yeah, so the true. hormonal therapy is usually the best, one of the best options. And actually, there's this drug that I was... Checking out, I think tamoxifen. Yeah, tamoxifen. Yeah, yeah, it's used as part of the hormone therapy. Yes, yes, but yes. But they also use it to prevent a progression to breast cancer. Like if you have a lump yeah. that they're suspecting might become cancerous, <laughs> yeah. they use that drug to prevent the progression. Yeah, to, as uh, a prophylaxis. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Makes so that's sense. one of the drugs. Yeah. We have biological therapy. Like, you know, when breast cancer occurs. I know this is more medical jargon, but I hope I'll make it simpler for you. Um, Trying your best. Yes, I'm trying. I'm, of course, I'll try my best. Like how when I entered first year, I was made for things simple to wish. But biological therapy, this involves using the living organisms, like yeah. plants, living organisms, and all that to help, like to prevent the side effects of or enhance the body's natural defenses against cancer. Because when you're done for chemotherapy, sometimes your immune system tends to go down. Go down yeah. So sometimes, instead of that, they give you biological therapy drugs for that purpose. Okay. Like, together with the hormonal therapy and the chemotherapy, biological therapy can also be used. And this is also, as he said, depending on even the stages ah, of cancer yeah. they have. Yeah. 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 So basically, that's it. But, but don't forget... Yeah. With chemotherapy, with the usage of chemotherapy, there's usually side effects. Yeah, exactly, because I was wondering, uh, chemotherapy, that <laughs> word is so scary most of the time. Yes. When guys hear about chemo and then you look at someone before chemo 
and after Kibo. Yeah. And you can tell, okay. Two sides of a coin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, huh? So some side effects um, is hair loss, which is commonly time in medical. Alopecia. Yes. There's some nail <laughs> there's some nail changes, like you'll find them being pale yeah. or greenish or yellowish mm. in color because yeah. of these drugs that are being used. Even the radiation aspect tends to affect this. Mm. But this is specifically for the chemotherapy. The chemotherapy yeah. These mouth sores. Yeah. These NVD. We call it NVD. That is nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. No, this is, this is why I find... Like, how is that an abbreviation? <laughs> <laughs> nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea NVD. are three different... Entities. <laughs> yeah, but it's NVD. But it's because, G-I-T. but because you're a doctor, I, we have to find things. <laughs> you have to confuse your patients like, a bit. I re- like I remember, like I remember a time in campus. Yeah. We used to be asked, "What are the side effects of this drug?" You'll memorize, you'll cram, you'll you'll understand maybe three water anemia. But NVD was the but one. But NVD was always. <laughs> Could never you, go wrong with NVD. If you can't remember <laughs> NVD. <laughs> was it nausea, vomiting, and because it's true, most of most of those drugs. So if you're out there listening, whenever you have cholera <laughs> <laughs> and these other symptoms, and you go to the doctor, just say NVD. NVD. Yeah, I they know things nausea. are fake. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bit of diarrhea and vomiting everywhere. <laughs> anyway, there's also loss of appetite. Like people tend to not eat. So even the drugs they give, like even when they when they're treating you, when they're giving you chemotherapy. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. some drugs that they give you to prevent all this. Yeah. Like, for example, if a certain drug can cause um, vomiting, yeah. you're given a drug to counteract that. Exactly. Even loss of appetite and all that. Now, when you talk about loss of appetite, it actually raises a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. But we'll dive into that later. They say that the reason why medical marijuana was actually introduced is because uh, when it came to chemotherapy yeah. and patients who had loss of appetite, mm-hmm. they're actually using weed to raise their appetite, and it's proven to work. But anyway, we shall get into weed on a later day. <laughs> we are dealing with breast cancer today. So, and funny. Now I just had to represent the guys who you know are curious about the medical weed. marijuana. Yes, they call medical it medical, medical yes. marijuana. That one. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, that's for a later show, but it's fine. There's easy bruising and fatigue. People tend to be fatigued yeah. when they are under chemo, and also anemia. You'll find that during pe- during this period, people are given. I mean, um. Hematinics. Um, no, um, not hematinics. Yeah. It's yeah. more of um, poetin. Like yeah. you remember, like oh, the poetin, the erythropoietin drugs. Yeah, yeah. To that, that's a medical yeah. term altogether. Yeah. But yeah. it's drugs. That's a doctor's room discussion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but basically to help with anemia if you have infections, because especially during this time, chances of you getting other infections is usually is usually high, because. Um, chemotherapy tends to reduce yeah, your immune system. So that, even yeah, the drugs that yeah. are given are to boost boost yeah. up your white blood cells. Because it just kills cells left, right, and center. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but basically, that's it. Oh, and don't forget, um, you may be wondering, um, pregnant mothers, there are some mothers who get 
cancer while pregnant. What yeah. do you think happens? Considering what you've told me about these drugs and the side effects and all that, it means probably in management things have to be done in a in a particular way because now you're dealing with two patients, not one. Yeah, that's the mother and the child. Yeah. So, yeah, I assume they, there's 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 a whole protocol and a half just to handle the two patients, the two in one. <laughs> yeah, the two in one. <laughs> yeah, um, treatment is usually more complicated, and depending on where the size of the tumor is, where it is located, has it spread, your overall health gives the physician or the doctor the chance or to know what can I do. Yeah. But there's something curious that you mentioned uh, when you're talking about biological management of, of breast cancer. Um, <laughs> I saw this thing about wasps and wow. I don't know uh, the, the feces from wasps. I don't know how people are collecting feces from wasps. This is such <laughs> a random story. I think I was reading it sometime last week or something or two yeah. days ago. I don't remember. But I saw that in Egypt, long time ago in Egypt, they used to treat tumors with wasp dung and cow dung. And they also had a dosage for it. Like how you say, for five days. It was the same thing. Apply that wasp dung and cow dung on the tumor you know, for four <laughs> days. Like my question is, how? How do you even find wasp dung? Let me tell, let me give you an answer. That is very simple. How did they build the pyramids? Yeah, it's those guys. It's how? just it's, a, it's just an Egyptian thing. They just do random things like those ones. Like how do you, <laughs> like, like how do you even approach a wasp? This story has bugged you. <laughs> yeah, this story has bugged, bugged you. <laughs> has bugged me. Like how do you even go and look at a wasp and 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 wait for it to poop so you can take it and apply it on the tumor. Like, seriously, I, I just don't understand. But anyway, that shows that management of breast cancer has actually come a long way. It has. It has come a long way. And it's reached a point where there's so many guys who are actually living comfortably and actually very well. Before that, the way you say that it, it has come a long way, yeah. this one, this is the latest research using viral therapy. Yeah. Vi just like viruses, break that down for like viral, viral, viruses, yeah. like using viruses. Um, it's not yet approved or anything. It's still under trials, but that's one of the latest so it's advances. It's going to take a while before it's it lands. It's going to take yeah. a while before it lands. You know. <laughs> but yeah, we've seen guys who've actually gone through this management and etc., and they've ended up living a good life, a good healthy life. Some of them have had their breast. Uh, Totally yeah, removed. Totally removed. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I think even Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yes, actually Angelina Jolie or Jolie. I don't I don't okay, that's Angelina, that one. Yeah. That one. Tomato, tomato, potato, Brand, potato. Pizza, whatever. Yes. That's X X. X. Okay. It's, it's X actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So she actually also had a total mastectomy. But hers was done before? Before she got there. Yeah, so it's a way of, if you realize it's in the family and you have all the risk factors and you don't want to sit around and find out whether you get it or not, there's some people who prefer to have a prophylactic mastectomy where yeah. they remove it before they get the condition. True. But yeah, for those ones who've actually got the condition and have actually been managed with 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 the surgery and chemotherapy and radiotherapy, there's so many guys who've actually ended up having an extended life living a normal life for quite a while, mm. even after the intense therapy yeah. that they're subjected to. So it's it's not something that 
cannot be managed, something that can be dealt with. And that's 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 why we wear these pink ribbons. So that guys know these things early, it's caught early, it's managed better when it's when it's caught at that particular stage. We term it survivorship. Exactly, survivorship. Survivorship. Ah, fantastic, that yeah. one. Because it can mean different things, like yeah. the emotions that are elicited during this trying yeah, period. It's actually and it's not heavy. even on the victim themselves. Yeah. Even the families, yeah, like you can find them going to therapies to counseling. It's not this easy thing, to see thing. someone like you. I can, it, if you just start losing all your hair, my goodness. yeah, it will be quite interesting. Well, it's not that I have weight. so much hair, but uh, my goodness, yeah, the little yeah. I have. <laughs> if it just goes, it just yeah. goes. <laughs> it's not exactly that interesting. Yeah. yeah. So nail changes. At least I, I know I have good nails. Yeah. So there's actually there's, a cancer patient who was saying. You know, one of these optimistic yeah. patients. She was saying the beauty about chemotherapy is that you don't have to go for pedicure. Oh. Because your nails just change color all <laughs> yeah, the time. Like <laughs> yeah. those gels that change with exactly. the moods. Exactly. With the moods you have. So now it's 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 how you look at it. Yeah. But case in point, and it's it can be managed, it has been managed, people live with it and they live healthy with it. So don't be alarmed, don't be scared. All you can do is Get screened, get checked, be on the lookout for these sure. things. Sure. The earlier you get it, the earlier we get it, the better it is for both of us. There was a study I was reading on humor. Yeah. Like some people use humor to cope with this situation. Yeah. I know it might be controversial because <laughs> you're laughter. wondering. Because you're, wonder- no, no, <laughs> you're, you're wondering, okay, why am I supposed to be laughing in such a situation? Yeah. Can't you see? My life is changing. All this, my family is hurting. Yeah. I'm hurting. Um, my environment is changing. I don't know what to do. What am I supposed to do after this? All that. So some people, there's a study that was saying that humor, humor tends to reduce the thoughts, the thought process, the negative thought process that one usually has and increases an overall health yeah, on the patients because yeah. they tend to think about something more positive outside the disease themselves, outside the disease itself. So they tend to be more on, I want to get better. Yeah. I want to survive. I want to... So even... Because, you know, sometimes even psychologically, how you perceive treatment, how you get treatment matters. Yeah. yeah. So th- this is something that was interesting. So, yeah. Laughter still remains the best medicine. Yeah. <laughs> It does, but <laughs> no, circumstances. It's exactly what but, you've said. But 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 you know, in circumstances, certain circumstances, you can't ju- you can't just start laughing. This 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 is no joker. Oh, okay. Now you are talking about Joaquim Felix. <laughs> Anyways, okay, fantastic. Yeah. But anyway, all in all, breast cancer can be managed. Breast cancer has been managed, and people always live well with it. So moving on to the. Prescription word of the day, yeah. Um, teratogenic. Teratogenicity. Yeah, when you were talking about chemotherapy and pregnancy, you mentioned something about caution has to be exercised. Yeah. And mostly it's because of this teratogenicity of most of these drugs. Yeah. So tell us, what does that mean? Ooh, <laughs> on the spotlights. <laughs> okay, teratogenicity, teratogenic, teratology. All that. So it's a capacity of a drug to cause 
fetal abnormalities. Like there's some drugs when a pregnant mother takes can cross the placenta yeah. and enter the fetus. Yeah. And after the fetus is born, by fetus, you mean the baby. The know. baby. Maybe we're the only ones who know what a fetus yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean the child, baby. The toddler. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. It's a baby. No, <laughs> it's not a toddler. They're not toddling in the womb. <laughs> um, yeah, they might experience fetal abnormalities. Like, you might find a baby has cleft palate. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's when they have this cleft on the lip. and yeah. the Yeah. The kind of cut thing on the yeah. lip. That is in layman's language. Yeah, they yeah. might not have limbs, like they're born and don't have Ooh, limbs. Okay. And then that make people might think that's genetic, but in realize the drugs it's that the drug that itself. Cause this thing. And yeah. funny enough, they might even not be realized immediately when the child is born. The child can even be five years and then exhibit this teratogenic effect. Effect. Yeah. Oh, but that can be a whole different topic on its own. But that is just the prescription word of the day. Teratogenicity. Yes. Fantastic. Okay, so that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you've learned something. Take home message is breast cancer can be defeated. Therefore, when caught early. And when caught early. Yeah, and if it caught it's caught late, we can still find a way to deal with it. Fantastic. So if you have any questions, send to prescription, prescription podcast at Quever or tweet us at Quever, prescri- hashtag prescription podcast, and we will get back to you. I'm Dr. Adams. And I'm Dr. Caro. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. Hello. Aloha. <laughs>